Hello and welcome to episode 20.5 of Geeks. Yep. Uh, this is a special cast that we're doing. Um, it was Thanksgiving yesterday. That's Give why we have our pies. Thanks. We have our leaves, which we have confirmed are real. Well, I could have told you they were real. Well, you were in the room. Eating was the only way to be sure. Yeah. But we, hey, we, we fixed the puzzle. Real science, scientifically, glad, science glad proved. More of the leaves probably got eaten than of my pumpkin pie that I made. Ooh. Oh, what well, yeah, people weren't in the mood for pumpkin yeah. for some reason. I don't when know why. Else, are you gonna be in the mood for pumpkin? Don't know why. Don't I know forgot why. to. I like the chocolate crust on it. That was apparently. my least favorite part. I like it. That was good. I'm worried about the person who cut it. Yeah, they're, they're probably a little drunk. Not good. Well, they cut my one a lot worse. My uh, rum and ginger. I think they used a machete okay. for that. <laughs> Um, so yes, this is episode. This is a little special cast we're doing. We have uh, I'm, I'm 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 your host, Al White. Next to me, we have how do you like to be called then? Because I call you the Nooch, I call you Mikey. All of them make you cry. <laughs> what, would you like? what would you prefer? Uh, Mike, Mikey. It's all it's okay. Mike, Mikey. Yeah. Mike. How do you pronounce Mike. your second name properly? Just Avila. 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 Or Avila. 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 Like Avila. Levine. Sorry. Avila. Nope. <laughs> None of those things. Is that not correct? Abdel um, Levine. That's funny. Uh, that's terrible. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Katie Watson. How do you pronounce your name? Um, Katie. Um, <laughs> uh, who just won at Stacks. I did. If you ever stacker. been to a Dave the and Buster, you know a little game called, is it called The Stacker? It's called The Stacker. Yeah. So we just spent a good few hours. And a, a, and a few good amount dollars. of money. Yeah. On the game. But it's yeah. thwarted us It's like a backwards Tetris. Past. Yeah. Basically, isn't it? And you kind of have to pile up your little blocks. It's about timing and rhythm and being awesome and And nooch, we're failing, but we always get close. You you in particular normally get very close to reaching the top and getting those thousand ticket points. And nooch came in. Not so good with the reactions. Oh, absolutely not. That was pretty embarrassing. But good at the thinking through. Mm -hmm. Right. Came up with a new tactic. Helped out with the old button pressing to continue, and guess mm-hmm. what? Practically not very good, but as a tactician, yep. I was yeah. on board. Yep. Yeah. If there was like a football manager game, but for Tetris, you would I, win every time. I would, you would be the guy with the headset Tetris. and the clipboard <laughs> right. in the football game. That's right. Who, then you get to throw it down when we fuck and up. And get Gatorade poured on me at yeah. the end. Yeah. Fantastic. So what did you do with your spoils? Your 1,000 token points. <sighs> there were not prizes that excited me that I could <laughs> well, afford. Um so yeah, I have a card that has all my points on it. You got a savings. You got a savings account. They somebody was this. being rational all of a hey, sudden. I bought my, my even though bought. this was just after you went running across the arcade. I was quite excited. Like a four-year-old. I'm not gonna lie. I like Dave and Buster's. <laughs> a balloon nearly popped. It was very exciting. You almost oh, popped the balloon. That's um, uh, debatable. Debatable. Yeah. Debatable. That's yeah. debatable history. The balloon is fixed. If you ever go to Dave and Buster's and play the balloon game. Don't. Um, <laughs> what are we here to talk about? Yeah, so uh, Mikey is, we've, we've been friends for a few years. Mm-hmm. We play a lot of online video games. We do. You help out with our back end. We do. You get do. Of, uh, <laughs> we do. We do, yes. Are you royal? <laughs> well, um, multiple yeah. personalities. You make sure our podcast gets up online. I do. You tweet out about it. You're mm-hmm. going to help out when we get some uh, social networky things, when we do some Kickstarters later in a year, probably, or next year. Always available to help. All these things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you were in town for Thanksgiving, so we thought we'd get you on to a little special cast and talk. So next week we were talking about on Tuesday, we're going to get into games of the year and films of the year. Um, I'm not sure which way around we'll do it. We'll do one one week and then one a week afterwards. Uh, not announcing what our ones are, but what are it's in our short list. We'll get into a little discussion about them. And since you were here, we thought we'd do the same with you and get some of your voice, your opinion. Okay. Uh, so then I can I can take it to the guys if they don't listen to this next week. 
Um, but before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about a trailer that, that okay. I don't want to use the word drop. People just say dropped all the time. They don't drop. If anything, they do the opposite. They upped because they all upload. None of them drop load. Not a fan um, of that. Not a fan of up. Not a fan of upped. All right. Well, a trailer. <laughs> just, why not just came out? Just released. Came out. Why is it with dropped or hit? Whatever. Because I think it was dropped in the middle of the night. It no, was weird no one time. knew it was coming. Yeah. People woke up out of this crazy nightmare dream. Looked was, online. There was a new trailer up. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? Because I was I didn't know it until three in the morning, and then I saw oh, I missed this three hours ago at kind of midnight. It did create it some sort of like buzz. Because that would have been because it was so random. But we're West Coast. East Coast would have been definitely asleep. Time. Definitely asleep. Yeah. UK time would have been asleep time. Maybe just waking up for work. Mm-hmm. Japan time is irrelevant. Cause, yeah. That's you know. okay. a whole other time. <laughs> you, you heard it here first. Um, so, so, you know, how was it just, was it meant people were meant to wake up to this? Was that what it was meant to be? Or I was think it? So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, we're of course talking about Captain America's Civil War. Um, the trailer came out. Nooch, let's start with you. What mm. are your thoughts? Because you, you're a bit, you're controversial. Mostly people have been quite into this. They've been quite excited. Cause I think right. people were worried it was going to get overbloated, become another Avengers film. Um, that isn't how it looks. How do you feel? It's still a little bloated though. Um, as a Captain America movie, um, maybe the Civil War wasn't the best choice. Because um, it really is a storyline that embraces almost every single Marvel character. And having Captain America as the central character... You know, it should be an it's an Iron Man Captain America story, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. It seems too the scale seems so small, and, I'm, and I know you can only do so many things in a in a movie, mm. but the scale is too too tiny, too tiny for what it is. Yeah. So, Paul, what did you feel with the actual? Because you've read all this, well, most of it. Well, I've read comment. most of it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like uh, every even every character has their own uh, Civil War storyline. Yeah. So I read the the. The big arc, and then most of the individual arcs. Not how the dark line. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a rare sentence to say. No, I don't think many people have read most no, of the Civil War stories. There's too many. Um, um, so, okay, disregarding the Civil War thing for a moment, mm-hmm. how does it look just as a movie? Like, just from the clips you saw, the action you saw, the drama, that piano music, that plinky plonky well, it looks, it looks piano good. music that comes in. Like, it looks exciting. It looks good. Um, I think, I, I guess, yeah. So, the my problem with it is that it, it's a Civil War thing. Right. Um, and having Bucky as the reason for the Civil War might be a big issue with me, considering the actual reason for the Civil War is something much darker and mm-hmm. more devastating. Um, but as a Captain America movie, um, I, I enjoyed number two so much because there was like a, a stealth infiltration thing. Like there was that feeling of like a spy, old 70s yeah, spy movie. Like an espionage right. kind of feel. And so now it's, it's just um, Avengers 3 almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite MCU film then so far? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, yeah. it, I haven't thought about it. All right. You have a little thing for a second. Katie. Yes. Hello. Hi. You watched the Civil War trailer. <laughs> I did. Yeah, there were explosions. There, there were, were men with shields. There were men in, in tight outfits. There was Robert Downey Jr. cry. <laughs> that was your friend. It was pretty sad. Um, how do you feel? Uh, As a person who knows nothing about Civil War. Yeah. I'm the opposite of Mike. <laughs> yeah, actually. but that's about, because let's face it, the majority of the public go and see the Marvel films and the majority yeah. of the public know I represent, nothing about I represent the dumb people no you just represent just the, 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 you know, 99%. the the, the unread <laughs> yeah, comic unread um, <laughs> I I get a little confused sometimes because I think that there are a lot of moving parts 
in those films. And A, I thought for some reason, I knew that there was a Hawkeye. And then when he kept saying Bucky, I was thinking he was saying Buckeye. <laughs> and so I was thinking, oh, this is the guy with the, the bow and arrow guy. He looks different. I don't, and I was stuck for a while thinking uh, okay. that it, they were, I was like, why would they bring in a new actor for this? And then it hit me about halfway through when I caught up. You remembered. And then I but understood. You have stinger at the end of Ant-Man. But I wasn't, but when I didn't, even when I saw at the, at the end of the last Captain America film where he like fights Bucky mm-hmm. and you get the whole, their whole history or whatever. I didn't find that story very captivating. Mm-hmm. I just found it kind of. You don't find blah. it heritage is very. Well, I just... It's enough to hinge. I think upon. that he has a stronger friendship with the Avengers, and they've been through so much together. And I understand that he and Bucky have a past, and he is trying to reignite that friendship or hold on to that and be true to mm-hmm. that relationship. But I didn't find that to be strong enough to compete with what he would be experiencing with the Avengers at that time. Um, and I didn't get enough of it coming through that there was... Because it did, it looked like it was just all of his decision was pivoting on their friendship and not, it was like, yeah. you don't like my friend, so I don't want to play with you guys anymore. I'm going to be on his team now. And then it it didn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Why he all of a sudden felt so powerful about it. Because the only really indication that you got that the government was against him was when you saw Black Widow, you know, over a walkie-talkie or something talking to him and saying we're gonna have to arrest you or you know there were mm-hmm. gonna be implications or repercussions but it was it was a lot of was a lot to take in yeah so I, yeah i kind of agree with both of you but i and i kind of don't like i i i think how it's, dare you i know okay. i um think it's i think it was an ill-judged cut for a trailer because yeah i think for the fans it didn't really appease yeah, the, the keep things to do with Civil War and you didn't really show enough of how widespread that should feel to the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it did feel a bit just like a little sulky fight between, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, between the three of them. Um, and for the, you know, not, not non-fans because people go to see these movies, but people who don't read the comics like yourself, I agree it felt you weren't getting the governmental implications with it mm-hmm. all in the Legislation right. Act and stuff. And I 100% feel, because there's enough, there's bits in the trailer about that, and that'll definitely be, you know, the crux of the movie. And I feel the Bucky thing is just they have to make it personal for Cap so that we understand. Because, like, in the previous four movies, Cap has been swinging one way with the government and a surprising way that you wouldn't, you know, expect Mm -hmm. from his character traits. And um, Iron Man the other way. And I feel this is, you know, they just had to give him another reason for the MCU for it to make sense, you know, like, well, Bucky's just another layer to that. And that's why he swings that way so violently. I agree completely. Like doing this in one film, just yeah. is, doesn't make any sense. It's illogical and it's crazy. Like it should at least be a two-parter, you know, which people love doing that. Right. They love it. Make tons of money. Why not do that? Like bring it out, and then three months later, bring out Civil War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, and I mean, for me, I just didn't feel it did en- enough. And I'm a huge fan of Winter Soldier. Guardians is my favorite. Winter Soldier is probably my second favorite. Um, and the trailer just didn't really show enough and it showed too much at the same time it just mm-hmm. showed a lot of action and it just felt like captain america 3 was like well that's fine but civil war was the film i was most looking forward to next year in you know blockbuster terms right. um and there's a lot of big films next year yeah um but without spidey in that trailer 
the couple of glimpses of Black Panther were kind of exciting for me just because, well, at least it's somewhat new to look at. And Black Panther does look cool. Much cooler than Falcon, <laughs> who they keep trying to make look cool and they can't do it. Well, he does like a corkscrew thing, which kind of was... I know, it's something like cool. they're really trying. Yeah. And the Russo brothers can direct action really well. Um, That's why so, I, I just... I like to call him Pelican. You call him Pelican. <laughs> <laughs> He's, just, he's trying real hard. Much more fitting. It is, yeah. It's like, like he fitted in Ant Man because he was kind of a joke. He was the Avenger who Ant Man could beat up. And... Even this one, he just kind of seemed like that ragtag kid who was like, "Where you go, Cap? I'm gonna go." Yep. Because he was just following in the the cool yeah. guy's footsteps. Isn't Ant Man? Ant Man's in this somewhere, though, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Have, Did we have, we like didn't a, see him in the trailer. No, not in the trailer. But there's, he's confirmed as shot something. There's two characters that will not be in the movie, which is Thor and Hulk. Uh, and Hulk. Right, because they're off on the galactic road trip. Right. Which else. isn't it's strange because isn't it supposed to be like the mutants versus kind no. of no just, no it's no. just it's uh, about it's literally just a legislation thing yeah. it's the people who agree because that's how that it, it should feels be a when you saw who is on Captain's side mm-hmm. right. it's really mutant based right. whereas everyone else is well, um, kind of not droidy but I mean besides Black Widow. But yeah. hers is more. Wait, I see what you mean. It's one um, of the biggest problems in the trailer is that they they do touch on the legislation part a little mm, bit, right. but it really is. It's so much about uh, the government. Mm. It's uh, no, it's all about politics. It, yeah, it's so, all right. politics. It's all so, about politics. And it's just about should yeah should heroes be no demasked masks, or not? Yeah. And like we we're talking about that, that's, yeah. that's oh, the problem sure. with the MCU is that unmasked heroes, all of them. Like there aren't any masked heroes yeah. at the moment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There will be soon. Like Daredevil technically is, but we know he's not in this film. Right. Ant Man, I guess, is a mark, he's masked hero. He's masked. Yeah, he's masked. So they introduced him to get someone in. Spidey, obviously, they're going to have in this. He'll be a masked hero. Black Panther, presumably, will be a masked hero. So they need like those and three in key the trailer. Players. All the ones that are for the legislation, or sorry, against legislation, yep. they're all unmasked already. Yeah. So it's like a huge like. Yeah. It's you know, a very. It's very uh, very strong strange. Yeah. yeah, very strange. Um, I but you know it's Marvel. Like I yeah. trust them. Yeah, I don't think it's now going to be as good as I hoped it would be because I don't think they can do that in that time period. And it's strange um, that they no, introduced no. Black Panther, who's much like less yeah. known, and they didn't introduce Spidey. Yeah, they didn't introduce Spidey, and they didn't show the Vision either. Right. Because I was waiting for Vision, because I was like... Which one's Vision? Vision, they just introduced him, Age of Ultron. He was the... He was the AI. He comes. He's AI uh, character. In... What's his name? Pe- Bettany. Uh, what's his name? Paul Bettany. The he guy. was Jarvis that became an android who's also a god. And he's got like cape and he flies around and stuff at the end of Age Thor of Ultron. Thor woke him. Nope. You remember? It's okay. He's, <laughs> I really liked I'm him. I'm digging around in the brain and it's not coming he's out. He's very he's colorful. An, he's like purple. I'll get a picture of him. He also um, was able to carry Thor's hammer. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one. The oh, old, old did I see that one? Time. Yeah, you saw Age of Ultron. I went to the cinema to see it. Um, Were you asleep? Possibly, <laughs> but, no, but I expect. Like, like I said, there's a lot of moving is parts. He, is he in this film? It's so hard. I to keep I, I, up. I only heard that Thor and Hulk were not, so okay. I think he is. Him and Ant Man are definitely in this movie because Vision's best a fascinating character, and then they just introduced Thor him in every single one. But for two for two minute trailer, maybe we don't oh, include yeah. eighty heroes or eighty. You know, no, I, I understand that. But what it, you want uh, to see personal. for the first Civil War thing is. Instead, what you see is, yeah, like you said, a close-up. And of course, there'll be big, widespread action. Right, but right, you see right. a close-up of Iron Man, Bucky, and Cap duking it out. And sure, that's probably what most people that want to see. That was the saddest But scene. we've already had In like, a three by... double teamed with the shield. Well, he but the first him. Avengers film, you had, you know, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America right. duking it out. Yeah. So we've already kind of had this thing before. 
And for me, what I wanted to see was a lineup of heroes looking at each other, you know? Right. <laughs> you wanted to see a yep. definite, yeah, this true. is one side, this is another side, something that visually represented, these are, you know, this is how big this is. Because you got and one you wanted scene Spidey to fucking swing in right? at the right. last second. You didn't see the other side. No. no. There you go. Got it. Vision. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but they're fighting in like a, a five by five area. Yeah. When Under some wreckage. They could like, you know, yeah. you can throw a shield. You could, uh, he has laser beams. Yep. It can really, you know, Get some... let's pull out and let's see the, how much. They'll, I mean, they'll do it. They'll definitely just... do it. And this is unkind of unfair. It's the first trailer that was yeah. released I just, secretly. I think they should have done more of a tease, basically. Because yeah. clearly the footage isn't quite ready yet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think they should have done more of a tease, do something a little bit more provocative, set it up. There's some really great moments in the trailer. And then just tease it and then bring in something amazing on the second one. But now I feel like you've already blown your load a little bit. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've still got Spidey up their sleeve, which, as we talked about, we know about, but general public doesn't. So right. it'll be interesting when they decide to bring that out. But I don't think it's going to be a much at all. Like, I know people are like, Spidey will be all over it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be in one or two scenes. That's it. Um, anyway, that's Civil War. Yeah. Um, let us... Uh, no, don't bother letting us know what you <laughs> thought about it, because we'll have moved on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to talk about games of the year, uh, since you're here. I've got a long list here of, of all the games I've kind of dipped in and out of. Um, I'm really going to get into my opinions next Tuesday uh, with Nate and Alex and maybe Justin if he's joining us again. Um, but I'll, I'll come in on a few bits here and there. But we're really here to hear you guys, okay. how you feel about games. That's a terrible idea that I'm at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you play quite a lot of video games this I year. I have not. I've played maybe five. Okay, well, why don't we start with you? Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I believe hey, you person list, that has the least to say you go might, first. might have played the exact number of games uh, well let's look so what you literally we literally just got you to do this podcast tearing you away from the tv while you're playing the end of rise of the tomb raider correct so how um, are you Laura feeling you're hanging out so you played that out. you played the uncharted collection yeah which are they're all except for the first one i didn't play the first so one it's fair enough but yeah um, i agree <laughs> i agree i've played until dawn i played Super Mario Maker, a tiny bit. Um, Rock Band 4. I played Rock Band 4. Yoshi's Woolly World. Da, da, da. Uncharted. You see the bunch being played. Yeah, I've watched you play a lot. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I've watched you play Mad Max a tiny bit. And a tiny bit of Mad um, Gear. And... Idarb. Yep. You played all the fun games. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, I'm not going to play the boring ones. <laughs> She has priorities. All the ones Obviously, Rise of the Tomb Raider. How can you have a rating on that if you haven't played it? Um, because they're provisional ratings. And oh. some of the games like that, I have to judge from. I play, you know, 20, half an hour of them. But mm. I've watched 10 hours of that game with you playing it. So I feel I have a good yeah. enough grasp of... I've watched sure, you I mean, play Forza and Star Wars Battlefront a little. There yeah. You, you got enough to have an opinion. Yeah. What is, uh, what's your favorite, and we're going to count, we can count remasters because you played some remasters this year, like what's your, what's your favorite game this year? Um, I'd probably have to say the Uncharted's, those were really fun, um, I really enjoyed Yoshi because I love the woolly world. (laughs) I love the woolly world. I love it, (laughs) um, and then now I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying Tomb Raider. But it's my first Tomb Raider I've ever played, so I don't really have a lot. Ever played. Played? I've never, I haven't played any of the others. But you played Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3, and then Rise of Tomb Raider. So I think right. that's an interesting contrast to have. Right. Because um, a lot of people are raving about this Rise of the Tombs 
and as saying it's better than the Uncharted. It's quite a lot of people. I wouldn't say that. Um, and Uncharted 4 has got a lot to live up to now. How do you feel then in the kind of like between those, between Uncharted 2, 3 and Rise of Tomb Raider, which one did you, you know, like the most or enjoy the most? Uh, I would, I would say the evolution wise, I would probably say Uncharted 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider and then Uncharted 3 as from like least to best. From least to best. Yeah. So Uncharted 3 would probably be my favorite. Okay. Um, I just thought it was the, the best developed story of the ones that I played and then it's a fine line between Tomb Raider and that one, but I just I find the puzzles in Uncharted so much better than yeah. the ones in Tomb Raider, um, and I I don't really like that the tombs are optional in Tomb Raider. I think that they should incorporate them. Do you want them to be mandatory or? I think that it, they're I don't know because you haven't played it really. You played one or two tombs. Yeah, but I mean because but by choice. I talked to you about it, just saying I didn't really feel as though. I didn't really feel, I, I guess justified is the wrong word, but you know when you accomplish something that's mm-hmm. really hard and you, you feel a little smart mm-hmm. when you finish the uncharted you know, puzzles because you know you have to line things up perfectly and you have to figure out codes and you have to do things in the notebook. right order. And, I like the looking yeah, for the notebook. In that. Yeah, cool and you have to preferring. reference your own notes and it's it's more involved. Whereas with the Tomb Raider one, it's like, okay, there's that lever that I know is going to raise the water. I don't really know what it's going to accomplish, but I know at some point I'm going to have to pull that lever. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do that. And then you kind of wing it. Yeah. And then when you finish, you're just like, oh, okay, yeah. It's more a process of elimination yeah. really, to solve the teams. Whereas right. with Uncharted, if you don't think about some, not all of them, but some of those puzzles, particularly three, are really good. And if you don't think about them, right. you're not going to solve them. Yeah, I remember to having to out. use that hint function a couple of times with Uncharted. Yeah. 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 There's a couple, because I'd forgotten about it, you know, we talk, and we don't want to get into this too much, but, you know, Uncharted 2 is always my favorite, but then when, when you were playing 2 and 3, and I played some of them as well, 3 is just, yeah, just technically speaking, you right. know, disregarding story is just a matter of taste, but technically speaking, from game mechanics to gameplay to puzzles, like, it's so much better, mm-hmm. and the puzzles in 3 are, are really smart, right. like, they're really cool, really yeah. interesting and varied. And there aren't enough of them. There should be far less shooting. <laughs> a lot more uh, yeah. puzzles. You do a, a quite a bit of shooting. Um, so, yeah. So, Uncharted 3, probably your favorite game you've played this year. You liked Until Dawn. I really enjoyed Until Dawn. Um, it was very gripping. Mm. And you you did feel like your choices mattered, even with how things turned out in the end. Which I won't spoil for anyone who hasn't played it. It was a twist. Everybody does. Um I thought Mad Max was really pretty watching you play it. I still want to play it. And yeah, I think you'd like Mad Max. It's a good pitch for not too deep. You know, it's not too right. much down a rabbit hole. You can fall. It's kind of very accessible. Yeah, because to me, I honestly, I was really looking forward to Fallout. But now watching you play it, I think it might be too like much. too much of a game for me. Because um, I just, I don't really get that whole satisfaction of spending 20 hours building my own settlement in a game. Yeah, but neither do I. Yeah, yeah neither do so, I. But you don't have to do any of that stuff. I understand, but I feel like I would want to if mm-hmm. I got into it, and I just I don't really that, have that kind that, of time. That could to be put a rabbit hole. That. Like if you really start yeah. to do oh, it, yeah, it's yeah. like because you want time sink. You feel, yeah, yeah. yeah like, like I was really saying on last week's podcast, it. you know, I was ignoring all that stuff because I'm no interest in doing that side of it. And then I just one night, yeah, two in the morning, decided to start cleaning up my settlement. And then I was there for three hours cleaning up every scrap in my settlement because I just my OCD brain kicked in. Right. And I feel I would be in a similar route if I did yeah. it. So, 
I've also played a little bit of uh, Adventure Time. Yeah, you did. So. Game of the year. Yeah. Game of the Pretty year. Pretty much. Achievement just game. Just scratch up this it. list. <laughs> <laughs> um, All yeah, right. I, w- I wouldn't waste your breath on it, but <laughs> even if you're a huge fan. Let's talk over some, let's get to Nooch then and we can all voice in on some of the stuff you have to say. So, you don't have the necessary, we can get to your favorite game if you have one Okay. later on. At the moment, let's just talk about the runners. Like, what have you hated this year and what have you really enjoyed? Like, what have been some of your favorite games? Uh, some some of these I've hated and and and, and loved, mm-hmm. and so I actually have games I've disliked that have actually appeared on my top five. Okay. So it's it's uh, a it's, it's, it, I'm a complicated man. Uh, so want me to work up from bottom to top? What what? How do we do this? Do you, you have them in an order? Yep. Okay. Uh, well, let's um. Cause like, look, I didn't play Tomb Raider. I didn't play Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Those are okay. two games I would usually play. I haven't played them yet. You think Assassin's Creed? I mean, Assassin's Creed is normally something that might actually be in your top of your, um, your, your list. If, uh, usually. Really? Usually. To your Assassin's Creed fan. I, I really, like, I don't get tired of them. Oh, really? Yeah. You're I that, actually really enjoy... That they're making the game. <laughs> <laughs> I am that guy, yeah. I actually really enjoyed, um, well, Unity. Mm. Um, I never got any of the technical problems that everyone was complaining about. No, that was stupid. People were complaining um, about it. It was just a lot of minority. And yeah. I guess PC also had got hit much harder. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit like it stuttered, but I didn't get any of the... No, I had no So problems. like I, I really enjoyed it. So um, have you played all the Assassins? Uh, yes. What's your favorite Assassin? Uh, well, I guess two. Yeah. Um, that's that's the problem was pretty good. good you know. But um, Black Flag was awesome. Mm-hmm. For a non-Assassin's... If you're, it's an Assassin's Creed game, but you're not an Assassin. Yeah. You're a pirate. Yeah. And it was... And you drink rum, so you so love pirates. <laughs> but it was so fun. Uh, so Black Flag and number two are, were okay. some of my best ones. That's what I'm learning about Mike this weekend. He's a pirate. He just pirate, wants to be a pirate. Hey. Um, yeah, yeah, Syndicate was... Well, I mean, yeah, if you liked Assassin's Creed games, it could have fixed it on your list. Like, yeah. I haven't played that much. I played a few hours. Um, I was liking the character a little bit more than normal. Um, and the game is beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's very, very pretty. I'm not a big fan of Assassin's Creed games anymore. And it's Victorian London, right? Like, uh, yeah. 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 See, Which doesn't do it for me. Really, uh, really like that. I really don't. <laughs> well, but, yeah. What is it about Victorian London you don't like? I talked about it on different podcasts. I just don't, I, I don't have that thing of, I think me and Nate were talking about it and I was saying, you know, when a game's set in LA, I don't get excited to play it because it's, oh, I know LA and I spend a lot of time here. You love in it's, GTA 5 where you guys are No, like no, I'm saying I get excited about it, but the reason why I get excited about it is because it's really fucking beautiful oh. <laughs> and because you have the ocean and blue skies and mountains and topography that's interesting and cool. Um, and for the exact same reasons, I don't get excited when I play something in London, you know, it's because like it's, just, oh, it's just drab and grimy and gray and you know it, i've lived in these streets <laughs> like boring. so thief was not a good game whatsoever mm. but i i, I, I did game. enjoy it yeah, um enjoy and the, the the victorian london lends itself for a great backdrop for stealth yeah so like no mm-hmm. I, I i get why people get it i'll like it i mean but it just doesn't do it for me okay um all right well then, then let's if you know right, how so many have you got how many have you got I, uh, let's do five i got i got five here all right so let's do from your bottom Bottom upwards. Least, bottom upwards. But uh, always from the bottom <laughs> upwards. What is, is it, your is least it, favorite it, favorite game of the year? Of these five? Yeah. Fallout 4. Fallout? Really? Yeah. At number five? Number five. Wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So how many hours have you done in Fallout? I might be too embarrassed to say. Um, <laughs> I'm about 60 hours. Wow. Okay, yeah. I think that's more than any of us. So yeah. just, just about. What All level right. are you at there? Um... 38 39 oh wow 
something like that. Like I just upgraded one of my outfits, and that's like every ten, so it's like thirty-five. Upgrading your outfits. Yeah, there's one amazing mission called the Silver Shroud, I think. Okay. I think now I'm embarrassed. No, uh, my story spoilers. No, 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 no. This okay. no, no. This is cool. a, a side mission that uh, you don't need to take it, but it's one of the one of the best. Okay. You know, there's like the Valentine's mission, which is really great. This one is you don the a trench coat of a superhero, and then you do superhero missions. That sounds awesome. Uh, and by superhero, he's just like um, a comic book hero type character, like a, a like a back from the, the days where radio, you know, there's like stories on on radio right about these amazing characters good old days and uh so you you don this trench coat and this hat and you walk around with a tommy gun and uh some guy gives you missions in your on your radio and what? you go and yeah it's that a great amazing. mission it's a little like vigilante yeah, yeah right you're a vigilante basically That's and so, cool. every, so once you finish that story you keep you can keep the oh, nice. and then every 10 missions every 10 levels you can bring it back to him he can upgrade it so where that's kind get, of how i where do you get that from like, where's that it's mission? in um one of the towns the wasteland <laughs> Yep, it's in, it's in, it's in, the, uh, in the Commonwealth somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it's in the place with the decaying buildings. The one with, um, there's like that dream world, like that, that dream cafe thing. Oh, I haven't been there yet. I've heard about it. I haven't explored it. I can't yet. believe I can't remember what it's called. That's cool. All right. uh, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, for, so I really, I really, really, so okay. So I was debating Batman or Fallout as, my, as number five and number four. Okay. Um, I put a lot of time into Fallout, probably maybe more time than I did with Batman. I really enjoyed Batman. You must have. Could you really put that amount of hours into Batman? Uh, I guess not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I put Fallout 4 last is because I I got like Skyrim syndrome with it, mm-hmm. where it's just a whole bunch of missions, and I was just, you know, quick, um, just traveling, quick traveling around to each checkpoint, finish the mission, right, go back. Right, right. So I wasn't really, at one point, I stopped doing it as the love of it and just to complete it. Just, you know, yeah. I just want to get to my checkpoints. I just want to get to my objectives okay. and then go back, talk to whoever I need to talk to to finish it, then go back out. Yeah. So I ended up becoming more of like a, an exercise than it was just yeah. um, absorbing it all it's in. like a job. Right. So um, That's a, that is a problem with quick travel yeah. in games. Mm-hmm. It, it can then truncate everything so much so the game is too accessible. Right. In a weird way. Yeah, where there it turns into just a game with function yeah. and if I, if I didn't, rather than... If I didn't uh, discover that location, I find the, the closest spot yep. and then walk the minute and, and a half bit, I need to... And then you find that one yeah. for next time. And yeah, and yeah. then like it ended up being every... like I feel like they should have had more of a... I don't know. Each mission ended up being the same. Really? Hi, go here, kill, the, kill everybody in this building, either collect something or turn a switch, mm-hmm. go back, tell me about it, go back out, kill everybody in the building... Like I, I would have. I think you just named most video games. No, I know, but I would have preferred to have like pacified some of the groups instead mm. of just killing everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. And with uh, with having my charisma up to ten, I should be able to pacify and speak yeah. to more people. It just it, it doesn't matter. You would just go in there and kill everybody and then leave. Yeah. I feel like um, end up being just um, bland and although I love the world, I lo- absolutely love the music. Some of the music returns back from Fallout Three. Um, the, it's much brighter and colorful, mm-hmm. but the gameplay ended up being a little too, too repetitive, too, repetitive, too a little bland. Okay. Uh, and even like without spoiling anything, even the, um, the, 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 the twist, I guess, comes in the middle or towards, towards the end. Okay. And it wasn't that exciting. Like my mouth wasn't left agape or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, they know like their main stories in Bethesda is right. like, great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Interesting. I wasn't expecting that from you at all. When you, yeah. you mentioned something when you put your list together and I heard you say out loud, like, should I do Batman or Fallout? Yeah. I was like, really? Is that even yeah. a question? Yeah. No, it is. It is. Um, so what would you... Uh, and what would you do to improve all that for Fallout 5? Oh, what, what would you want? Like, did you like all of the settlement stuff and the building things? Would you? Um, I did the the beginning part where like it's kind of like a tutorial. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up spending more time than I wanted to in there. Like you said, you know, you start, you know, taking all the scrap away, yep. and then you end up looking at your watch, and it's three hours later, and you have nothing done, and you're hey, you got a you got a clean <laughs> you got, settlement. You got, you got, uh... All those broken houses are now gone. Yep. Um, no, the um, that part of it is fine for whoever you know enjoys it, mm. um, but you know you you, you, you unlock so many different like groups in the, in the Commonwealth that you can like I I don't have time to rebuild thirteen or you know different settlements like I don't have yeah, time yeah. for that everyone just goes to sanctuary and that's it I have one place for everybody and that's where everyone goes <laughs> you got overcrowded <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> so when you get when you get the little thing popping up saying raiders are attacking did you go back did you um, leave them defend for themselves did you what do you honest do? I never got a you never had anything no before? really no. okay like I do get missions uh you know for the Minutemen it's like oh you know these people want to join us go help them out and then once I had so many open um I would get missions for the exact same ones having problems again. Right. Not because raiders are attacking, but it's like, hey, we, there's ghouls over here. Can you help us out? It's like, well, it's, it's now getting more repetitive. Where yeah, yeah. I'm not, no one's joining anymore. Now it's, it's the same people I've helped in the past have more problems. So it's like, okay, I'm kind of done with helping these people out. I've okay. done it so many times. Okay. Never but, run for president. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> Good, but now, but now, because your campaign needs work. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you play in first person or third? I uh, played in both. Played both. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one I prefer. I guess first person I prefer. Okay. Um, can you play in third person when you're in the uh, in, in the power suit? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Okay. In third person, pretty sure because I think I did it for a bit. Okay. I'm almost certain I did it for a bit. Yeah. No, the game is great. It's a solid game. You know, it's just that it's, I think the... Um, I'm going to text, uh, I'm going to tweet Todd Howard right now. Awesome. Let's, uh, let's Solid let's... game. <laughs> well done on your six years of work. <laughs> Bit repetitive. Bit repetitive. Yeah. Um, but like, look, I put in... Yeah, well, I was, you know, I was so say, many hours You put into more it. hours into this game than any game this year, and yet it's your fifth favorite game. Actually, no, it's year. a lie. Oh, I, yeah. I've put in... Uh, Another one on this list. Yeah. Time. Okay, we'll get to that. Into the hundreds, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. All so, right. So then Batman's um, number four. We don't really have to go into that one. Oh, we need to go into Batman being okay. a number four, definitely. Okay. So you're a fan of the Batman series, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. Definitely. I have lots of qualms against, a, a, you know, a few. I have a few things against it, but... Um, so what made this your four favorite game? Because this is a year... I know a lot of people have been... As we were talking about earlier, off, off mic, like a lot of people have been, you know, saying, ah, next year is going to be the great year. Right, right. And that's always how it is with video games. It's like, oh my God, there's too many games coming out. Oh my God, next year is going to be insane. And then we get to that mm-hmm. year and they're like, yeah, this year was all right. Next, next year, year is going to be, be fucking yeah. incredible. There were tons of great games out right. this year. Like so many. And we'll go through uh, some of them in a bit. Um, but I'm so quite Batman, I don't have like uh, I don't have a PS4, so I miss all the PS4 right. games. Well, I want loads of exclusives. I mean, PS4 Well, I would have particular. loved to play Until Dawn. I yeah. ended, up just, I'd end up just watching Until Dawn. You had Until Dawn, you had Bloodborne, then you got Super Mario Maker on, and on Wii U. And then a lot of, yeah, a lot of you know, indie games uh, coming out digitally, but not very few exclusives. It was yeah. kind of the opposite of last generation. Like right. Sony's had way less exclusives, I think, than Xbox for the time being. Next mm-hmm. year will change that. 
Um, but Batman kind of, I mean, I know people loved it when it came out, but it got lost a little bit yeah. by now. Um, how many end of year lists, you know, it gets on, I'll be interested in. I'm sure it will end up at the end, I think, of a lot of end of year lists. Well, I think lists. it's maybe the, the time that it was released kind mm. of, because um, the guy, it kept getting pushed. Three, wasn't it? Did that come out at that point? Um, yeah. I think it was the week end of, of June E3. or yeah. the week. Yeah. I think it was right. literally the week of E3. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, so it got released in a time where we got all these all this gaming news. Yeah. So the only time looking to the future. Batman was in the news was when the PC version was set on fire and mm. broken. Oh yeah. yeah. So that, that was the only the only news that Batman got was holy shit this thing is broken beyond repair. Yeah. So it kind of the the positive the positives kind of got lost in the conversation. All right, so you played you played all that game. Yep. Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. So how has it placed with the other rock studies? I'm presuming Origins is your least favorite. Origins is my least favorite. Um, Arkham Asylum One. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. Arkham Knight Two, City Three, Origins War. Okay. Yeah. Was okay. wasn't a big fan of City. It was it was good, but well, Knight is I think Knight is better. Even with the, the tank play, I felt like I I started to get accustomed to the tank or to the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like that the Even game the relied platforming the, with the tank. The, 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 I, I'm glad that only happened once. Like, is it only once? Um, there's one time the one that it really like yeah one yeah. mandatory time yeah. Okay. That was um, like nails on a chalkboard with that. Oh yeah, that's fucking awful. But, um, yeah, that's what's interesting because Arkham City and Arkham Knight, I feel it like very similar games. Only Arkham Knight's doing it properly. Yeah. And then shoehorns in the t- in the tank, which kind of is like, oh, you're getting all the things that you got right. not wrong with City, but that weren't you know as impressive as mm-hmm. I'd hoped they'd be. Were really impressive with Arkham Knight. Um, we were talking about this before. Like, um, it's my problem with Rise of the Tomb Raider. You know, when we went to E3 and we saw a playthrough of Rise, right. and we'd just come out of a playthrough of Uncharted 4, and you just came out and said, I just feel so spoiled because Rise just looks very unimpressive to me after seeing Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. Right. But clearly, it's a very impressive you know, game, but it just looks too gamey. And that was kind of how I still feel with Arkham Knight. Like, I keep feeling like I've got to go back to it. I didn't put many hours into it, I didn't put that many hours into City, and I loved Asylum so so much like i played mm-hmm. the death out of that game but when city came out i was a little lukewarm i don't know why i just wasn't really what i felt like playing um and when night came out it's just so beautiful like it's crazy beautiful mm-hmm. and the mobility of it is phenomenal it kind of does what assassin's creed's trying to do in terms of everything so organic and flexible and you know each motion fluidly moves into another motion but without feeling as you know perversely simplified mm-hmm. as assassin's creed is but I just never really wanted to go back and play it. And I don't know if it's just I didn't really want to be in... I don't really play dark games that much. Um, and there are some exceptions, like I'm told on because it's very mm-hmm. entertaining. But I don't really want to be in that world. I was like, I'm not really enjoying being in Arkham, to be honest. It's just like if the sun came up once, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I... um, yeah, the tank stuff definitely put me off a bit. And I don't know why. It was just another one of those games. I was like, this is clearly a phenomenal game. They clearly worked so hard and it's clearly the refinement of everything that they've, you know, tried to story again, that's, you know, right. up to opinion. But um, refinement technically of every, mechanically everything they've done in the series. But for me, it was just, I just feels too gamey, you know. For me, all the things you were just saying about Fallout of the repetition mm-hmm. and just, you know, well, I just do this and it feels like a chore. That's exactly how that felt to me. Oh, just, Batman is very rep- rep- repetitive. I just go here, I do this thing, yeah. I beat these people up. I go here, I do this thing, I beat these people up. I do Would this you have thing. liked the Batman better if Hayden Panettiere would have run around in yoga Hayden pants? Hayden Panettiere, yes. I you would know, have. in the dark. I would have. That would have alleviated your need for sunlight. Yeah. 
probably. Okay. Good to know. Probably. How would that fit in the, uh, the, the canon? Oh, <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> just every now and just then. Just every now and then. She's running your around award. Um, as she knows, not too long. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, yeah. See, I'm, I'm this. I've always been disappointed with Gotham having. They always find a reason to get all the civilians out of the city. Mm, yeah. And, and it's like, look, you have a city. I know you have maybe a limit on how many sprites can be walking around or whatever. Yeah, I feel like the GTA but like, Five does not really you can, like, yeah. give give us some civilians. Like we're here to protect people. But every single game we've had, well, aside from Asylum, mm. um, we've had this huge city that is just empty and soulless. Yeah. Like And like the only people that are talking the are cops. the goons and the cops. And yeah. it all sounds it's just you know canned responses. I think that's why Asylum is still my favorite, and obviously. It's not now. If I went back to it, I probably wouldn't be able to play it because Arkham Knight's shown how you should play mm-hmm. it. Okay? But from a narrative point, yeah, I just I really like just it's Batman, Arkham Asylum's fucked. He's got to go in there right. and sort shit out. Right. It's and a, you're there and you're just like working your way. It's and it's a detective grueling. story. Yeah. Which he's a detective. And, exactly. uh, you know, you, you get to... The, actually, there was... Asylum was actually quite um, scary. Yeah. There was, there no, was, was moments where it was kind of oh, creepy. Yeah. Uh, you don't get that in the open world versions. So City wasn't scary. Um, yeah. Arkham Knight wasn't scary. Um, so you kind of lose that, that that frightening aspect of it. Yeah. And so that's why Asylum is much less personal. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, number four. I'm yeah. just still I'm still amazed that you like it more than Fluti Quattro. Fluti Quattro. I'm sorry. So number three. Number three. What's your third favorite game of the year then, Nooch? This is the uh, the one I, I was mentioning earlier, but it's the one I, I doubt, hated. Sorry? It's iDarb, iDarb, isn't it? I can see it on your list. Is iDarb getting in here? How many hours of iDarb have you no. put in? Um, quite a few. <sighs> it's a good game. It's a great game. It's good. Although That's I think... definitely one that you put in, you know, 10 hours and you don't realize it. Oh, yeah. No, see. see, once I, you master you the 15 uh, point kick, yeah. then it gets boring. Oh. Lost I never luster. mastered anything in iDub. <laughs> what I mastered was wiggling my sticks really, really fast, and I pressed a button, so I was just on fire right yeah. now. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You did. But I spent so much time, like you know, creating characters or like mm. downloading characters off the internet. Oh, yeah, and the stuff. So I had, great. I have like a roster full of crazy zany They're superheroes fantastic. and stuff. But yeah, once you get the fifteen point kick each time, it's like, well. I've broken this game for myself. You might have to show me that later. No, just two bounces and a goal. That's all you need. Okay. Um, uh, but to replace IDARB on my... Better than IDARB. Night Squad. Night Squad. Night Squad. Is that on your list? The, well, no, it's not my list. Not but list. since we're talking about IDARB... That's the new That's, that's, the the, new that's, my, that's my new IDARB. Yeah. Do you prefer it to IDARB? Do you yep. think it's a better game? Yes, really? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you get soccer in Night Squad. So all those. It's all, it's all in there. And it's free right now. If you have an Xbox One, go online, get gold... Here you go. Download it right now. Eight player local night. multiplayer co-op. Yep. You yeah, got some great. couch co-op. You can do couch and online, which is really the dream. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, so but neither of those are in your top five. Instead, top five. we have Fallout, Batman, Mel- number three. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid yeah. five. Mm-hmm. So you just love this game. You just it's, There's nothing wrong with it. It's number three. <laughs> it's better than... You love Batman? I could go on for a long time about this game. <laughs> um, so like Fallout, very solid. This game knows what it's doing. Stealth mechanics, great. Um, but if it was named anything other than Metal Gear Solid 5, or just Metal Gear Solid, it would, be, it would have a, a rightful place on this list. But with the name Metal Gear, mm-hmm. it's missing on so many levels, yet I still really enjoyed my time playing it. Like okay. I, I enjoyed the gameplay. So have you have you finished this one as well? I have finished it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so so there's about. like the that's a big game. There's like two endings. So you have uh, the halfway point where 
you know, the story, you kind of got a credits roll. Right. And then the game continues after that. And so ah. you have two credit rolls. So Red Daddy style. Um, Maybe even longer. Even longer. Yeah. Because right. you could, you can finish halfway and you think the game's done. It's like, okay. oh, okay. So now the next missions are all repetitions of the other missions, just harder. But if you keep going, there's actually more story there. Is that because Hideo Kojima just likes to see his name come up on screen every as many times single as possible? time? <laughs> written, directed keeps by, coming. written, directed by. And I don't know if that was the reason why he got fired. <laughs> or it might be if uh, Konami decided to put that in as a kind of look. Everyone's really upset. We took his name off the box, so we'll put his name in the game fifty thousand times. Well, that decision was made. If you know, every mission is a piecemeal thing. So, like you know, it, every mission is like a movie. Yeah. You have the, the credits on who's, you know, they even have credits for child soldiers. If yep. there's a child soldier involved in a mission, they have a place in the credits yep. featuring child soldiers. Then you play the mission and then you finish. And then, oh, more credits written and directed by, yep. you know. Um, so what? So you're a big Metal Gear fan? Uh, yes. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. What's your favorite uh, Metal Gear? Four. Four. Yeah. Okay um because four was as that's the connoisseur's favorite soap opera as it's supposed to be yeah you know it's just so fantastic it's ridiculous by in by all counts yeah you got, you um, got like 16 hours of video yeah yeah and it's watch. like you know um i remember playing number two and i was like okay enough with the the cutscenes. number three yeah, the cutscenes. But then I fully embrace the cutscenes and what and you have it, to. it becomes you to turn it, it off. It becomes part you of it. Them. Right. And now Metal Gear Solid Five, no they've they stripped all of the soap opera stuff away. It just is all the all the story elements you get through cassette tapes yep. that you can listen to if you want, or if you don't want, then you can just ignore it all and just do mission by mission, very repetitive missions. You always have to either extract somebody or kill somebody, and that's it. Um, did you wash? Did you have flies? Every mission. Did Whisper scrub you down in the shower? No, but I did, did wash her. I did watch her dance in the rain. And oh, <laughs> did, that, yeah, that, yeah. that happened. Yeah. Um, and like one of my favorite moments was uh, bring her along and her hum. Mm. A lot of people found it like gratingly annoying, but I knew that you know if she's out there sniping and humming, I felt like it brought a nice calmness to the the gameplay, which I really enjoyed. That's yeah. adorable. I'm kind of adorable. But it's interesting. It's another game. It's another game this year, like uh, like Fallout, that has a lot to do with companions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to do with. Look, it's a big open world. It's a solo experience. Yeah. This isn't online. Um, or really, you know, the way you're playing it isn't online. And yeah, yeah, we want to give you someone that you're sharing that experience with, right. but that we've created for narrative purposes. And I find it interesting both Fallout and Metal Gear. None of those companions, other than I guess Valentine to a degree in Fallout, but very rarely do they give you any real narrative like really they kind right. of well pe- is that her name penny the uh yeah the newspaper so. yeah 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 well, she, she has is. a narrative yeah that's true you know that's she true. she has she's fighting the good fight that's true but a lot of everybody them, else is just all of them don't really boost your own personal narrative much oh yeah absolutely not. You know? right. i kind of felt like as a game developer i'd be tempted to be you know if you have a solo open world thing and i give you a companion they're gonna be this constant feed of like you said there's not many cutscenes right. in metal gig for a cut metal gig yeah, yeah. right then sure, then whisper or whoever you choose should be you know constantly feeding you narrative. I think you mean quiet. Sorry, quiet. Yeah, I was confused. I always whisper the first whisper, time. I, don't I was know like, why. whisper. Yeah, sorry. I think it's quiet. Um, that's a sister. But the <laughs> the more that's talkative heaven. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she. Um, if you if you keep bringing her on missions, 
and obviously your relationship gets stronger, I guess, because you want those 10 dots to fill up. <laughs> yep. And so then the ending does change with her. Okay. There is, uh, if, you're, if she's your companion, like if she's like a, a 10 dot companion, I don't know how to explain it. That's uh, how I judge there, my friendships. There is, <laughs> how many dots are you? How many dots am I? Uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, okay. Depends on what this goes. Yeah, the ending does change with her a little bit. So Okay. Uh, so what didn't you like? Why is this number three? Because you have a begrudging thing about you, you said well, earlier, I, I kind of this is going to be on your list, it. but you kind of hate it. Yeah, I kind of explained it. It's the it's so it's so not Metal Gear that um, so it's number three because of how many hours I put into it, how much time I actually enjoyed right. playing it. But the lack of anything Metal Gear kind of hurt it. And now I'm thinking that maybe it should be lower on my list. Are you kind of because do you, do you you're criticizing face? No, no, no. I just, it's fascinating to me, like because you put in. So did you put more hours into Metal Gear than Fallout? I think so. Okay, I think so. Yeah, because um, like with stealth, sometimes you, you don't didn't have move. much bad to say about Arkham Knight. That's right. all. Whereas the things, the problems you have with Metal Gear are so big in terms of they're really very the infrastructure right. of what the game is but what you're saying is if it was a new ip yeah you're appreciating you're level-headed enough to go if this was a new ip and it came out Absolutely. like this you would fucking love it yeah but it's just not what you wanted from a numbered metal that's, gear that's sequel. correct yeah. okay well that's fair enough and i think yeah because i found it strange a lot i'm i loved metal gear one and you know i think it was, I, I love metal gear two but i found it frustrating three was the one i thought i would love the most and i never got to the end of it never really did like four i just couldn't do i tried 10 times i just couldn't do that game um, so good and this is the one where I can play this game and I love it I still find it frustrating in places but I really I love the atmosphere of it yeah the gaminess of it annoys me like okay. I don't like it finishing after each mission you know no, my, I, no. my reason for, I want an open world because I want it to be like Fallout or Far mm -hmm. Cry or somewhere I can wander around and explore and and you know it the immersion isn't broken whereas Metal Gear perversely wants to be as atmospheric as possible and they like yeah Dito was like a humming um really soaks you in and the graphics are just phenomenal yeah. and the world just feels so rich and real far more real than i think any open world game in a long long time has in terms of the you know just the landscape right. of it um because most places are so truncated that it is very comic booky and cartoonish how the landscape plays out yeah. but metal gear is very much is quite literal right um but it's yeah but then at the same time it's just oh and you can fulton Everything. And Everything. here's this comedy moment. And here's him in a box, uh, which is, you know, you have to. You know, to. there's the boxes the needed. Um, and here's the credits coming at the end of each mission. Every it's like, I don't, I don't want credits at the yeah. end of every mission. You know, it's it's really, it's, it was funny the first couple of times. And then it just seems right to me. It's like you have to like um, exit by helicopter. Oh, you don't, you don't have to. But if you want to move on, yeah. it's like, okay, well, exit by helicopter, yeah. flight in, fly Loading, out. Yes. And if you're not interested in Mother Base, which you should be if you want to play a game properly. Right. But for me, again, it's like the settlement. It's not that interesting yeah. to me. I get why people like that, but it doesn't do it with me. I don't want to do that whole thing. I don't want to fly out. What's that thing? Go to the Mother Base, load out, sort out shit, wash. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, back. This game, because Peace Walker had that where you, you, know, you recruit, you yeah. don't really recruit, you basically kidnap people yeah. and bring them to your base so it really is peace walker 2 yeah and not metal gear 5 and it's a you management know, it's, game yeah it really you is. have to build your base um to get more people in your crew in your yeah. crew i mean sorry uh and it's so you, they removed a lot of the the melodrama and replaced it with um resource management 
Yeah. Which is which I, people some people love that. Some people have managed I don't if I'm playing a theme park and I'm sitting down and that's why I'm doing right. it to put a certain amount of salt into someone's burger so that they buy more drinks and mm-hmm. they get more revenue, then yeah, I'm buying into that. But when I play an open world game, I wanna see and I find this interesting the evolution of open world games. Like we talk, keep talking about this week after week, is more and more video games are becoming open world. This year there's been probably more open world video games yeah, than have ever come out. But they're increasingly like They've been trying to get away from HUDs for years, menus for years, and that's been my dream. Like, if I made a video game, I would have no HUD at all. You know, everything would have to be smartly illustrated to you contextually in terms of what's happening visually and audibly and stuff like that. And it's weird this year that, I'm trying to think about the others now, but definitely Metal Gear and definitely Fallout all about menus and huts like, it's and so not much, the best menus either no and so much yeah. micromanagement of so many things yeah. and it just feels strange at this point to be well that's so weird to just like go so full on into right. that stuff and yeah i would love to play the metal gear game where i could just opt out of all the mother based stuff mm-hmm. and then say cool then strip all of i like folding stuff but it's <laughs> it's dumb right <laughs> uh so i'd be willing to get rid of folding get rid of all the mother base let me have that world let me have all those missions, you know, fed to me in a regular metal right. gear way and still let me play in it. Like that would be... Especially the narrative is so important in the context of the story where this is Big Boss becoming Big Boss yeah, and becoming this big villain and none of it is shown. It's all told through cassette tapes hmm. and we, we we lose how important, like we, how the, the, the important things are just tossed away for these piecemeal missions. Yeah. And here's a, a story where, you know, one of the biggest, the biggest villain in the, in the entire series is becoming who we know him as. And we don't see any of it. We don't it's see weird. a damn thing. It's weird. And for something yeah. he's been working on for how many decades now? You know, three decades, at least four decades. What? Uh, Kojima. Oh, Just how yeah. much of his life he's given to this series. And right. every time like, this is my last one and I'm out. And obviously this Did time he, it is probably Was he also one. the one that created the original yeah. Metal Gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's working on so long and then to do it like this just seems so purposely perverse and particularly since it begins it begins like a real Metal Gear game yeah, yeah. you know like that opening in the hospital which you play twice so Metal Gear do you? yeah and okay. it's not fun oh wow it's not fun okay. you're forced to play it a second time <laughs> I will go to that but like yeah opening like that is so Metal Gear and it's so cool and it's so surreal right. and you have the things that he's so you know renowned for yeah that prologue is like is basically what you expect like they just take you and they said this is what the whole game's gonna be like yep and then it all disappears you have a flying whale and then it's all gone yep it never shows up again (laughs) it's like what where is this it's a weird game all right well that's your number three katie flying whales you played no metal gear you saw a little bit would you play any metal gear i know i know but you see me play some i saw you play the opening would that tempt you at all? You see me going skulking around I in the sands. I was getting confused because you were saying how um, a lot of the missions you're not, you don't kill anyone. Like you're just supposed to do everything in stealth. No, I just saying it's a stealth game, so like you can, you know, it. In previously in Metal Gear, it's always been technically you can get into shooting. You know, you can get into shootouts, but right. it's very much encouraged you don't a lot of the time. In this one, it is where you can shoot your way out of trouble a lot and run away and reset. Well, sort of reset things. But you can always do that. Yeah, but this one, I think you have way more scope because the world's so large. You right. can get on your horse and just go, right, right. you know, right. just belt out. It is really pretty. It was a beautiful game. And what I was watching you play, I was interested and enticed. Um, yeah. Would you be would... more likely to play uh, to pick up Fallout or to pick up the Metal Gear? That's it. 
general public member who had no attachment um, to either series? That's tough. Um, I would probably start both. I difficult i didn't i mean because i don't really know enough about metal gear yeah i've i've been a little bit more immersed into the fallout world um you played a lot of that you shelter. and i played the shelter which that's the best game of the year that's, yeah that's number one um <laughs> but i i don't know I, fallout's much more approachable yeah i think like you would enjoy fallout a lot more Okay. I think Metal Gear would be a lot to chew. Because there's so much character. And not Fallout, it looks like there's a lot to chew, but you really don't have to get into it. And it's like you're saying, yeah, I feel people do, but it's your own fault. Metal Gear yeah, is guess. kind of you have to deal yeah. with this shit. Like, there's a lot right. to um, tackle. Is this dog looking? Hey, what are you doing with my drink? <laughs> All right. You're not drinking it, so, you know. Yeah. Nooch, we've done your five, your four, your three. Mm-hmm. What was your second favorite game of the year? Or in the blind forest. Oh, an Xbox digital download right. exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. Uh, or in the blind How many? And have we had any exclusives so far? No. Nope. It's your first exclusive. Yep. This is a Metroidvania game. It is. I hate that word because everyone uses it for everything. Thanks for thanks for using it. You're welcome. Appreciate it. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. But no, but it's. I mean, this is about as Metroidvania as you can get. Is it? I think so. I mean, it looks. There's no shooting. Well, what's the phrase? This sort of is Metroidvania. Metroidvania. Can you explain this to me? So it's uh, games that have the approach gameplay that uh, classically Castlevania and Metroid okay. games had, and that is essentially a lot of time beside scrolling. And you'd have um, it was essentially you would find things later on that would allow you to come back to you know like there were bits in Tomb Raider where I was saying, oh, this is that's weirdly a sort of Metroidvania thing to it, where it's you would go travel through levels. And you see things you couldn't yet access, mm-hmm. but you'd have to note them in your brain because later right. on you might find attributes when they allow you to come back and explore other parts of it. I think you're thinking of the Peanuts game that the you Peanut- played. Oh, yeah, the Peanuts game. Not Another Team Raider. Game of the Year. Why is that on your list? Uh, um, anyway, Ori and the Blind Forest. A lot of people love this game. It's a beautiful game. It and it's extremely game. difficult. It, yeah. Uh, it's, That's why I stopped playing. It's, it's difficult. Because <laughs> I'm a baby. And there's times <laughs> where I want to snap my controller in half. Um, because you get so far, you forget to quick save, mm-hmm. and then it's all gone. And, uh, and all the platforming you did is now has to be repeated. But because of that, it is a fantastic. Game. So there's another game you go to the end of, did you? Yeah, no, I I oh, finished man. I finished all these. You finished all these. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. When I when I choose a game, I see it to the end, wow. even if I don't enjoy it. I don't think many people do finish games these days. Yeah, it? that's true. I, even I, even me, it's just there's too much to play, and just most things are too big. Anyway. Oh, how long? How long is that game to play for? Uh, depends how many times you die, I guess. It really, it many really does. Times. Many, yeah, many times. Um, is like a twelve-hour game? Eight yeah. to ten. Okay. Because right. it, it's so it's, it's, under, a, it's a lot. Under... It's a lot bigger than than what you expect. And then, what, like I said, once like all the the dying happens, and then you're just repeating, repeating, repeating. Dying takes time. Dying does. Oh god! And it's yeah. so quick too. Like you die and you're put right back. There's no loading screens. Yeah. Well, that's and yet it's for like, a game like this. man. Um, why but that's it? why it's so good it's you know they don't walk you through anything it's so difficult uh, it's so beautiful it's very touching mm-hmm. if you're not crying in the first 30 seconds you're dead inside I think did we watch uh oh nope. is he <laughs> dog She's attack had enough uh, yeah you've definitely played uh, well yeah I we, you played, we played the intro before. right I played a bunch of it um, but yeah the intro is with the Totoro kind of uh, very Ghibli 
style oh, big right. fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Hero 6 character. Has, yeah. It um, kind of has that, I wouldn't say Native American, but it kind of has that kind of spirity. Yeah, there's a lot of spirits of the trees. Sort of yeah. Yeah. It's basically it. the, 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 the spirit for it. The, the forest and you have that beautiful opening where, spoilers, the big fat guy you know, dies. It's not a spoiler. Guy. It happens it's in the first, first minute. five minutes. It's, yeah, it's, it's like um, saying the spoiler of a Pixar film or something. Yeah. The, Everyone dies in the end of Toy Story 3. The well, like, they all go into the fire. And the up old man, his wife he dies. He dies too. I know. That he dies. Was the dog dies. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Eventually. Uh, Finding Nemo. Dor- Dory's dead. They'll go to England. <laughs> um, yeah, so you saw the beginning of it. Yeah. This is very pretty. I wanted to play it. You should. Everyone should. It's one of those games that is it's it's difficult, but mm-hmm. you can like learn how it all controls and actually beat it. Yeah, but it's you need. That's that American one. It's what? Beat it. Beat it. Yeah, it's just finish thing. it. I guess. No, so. it's this interesting thing I've had since I've been in America. Is Americans always when talking about a video game, they always say, "Did you beat it?" Like always, and it's always this thing of like, <laughs> "Did you fucking kick it to the ground, and break its ribs?" And I mean, like, okay, so you watch it bleed out. Sorry, com- what would be the best? in England? We just say, "Yeah, I completed that game." What would be the I verbiage here? And just complete I it. Completed. Yeah, that's what we would say. I completed it. I beat it. But like completed, yeah, but it's, 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 it says so much about America. It really does. <laughs> I, but you're Canadian. I'm not American. So I know. Yeah. You've been here too long, so Yeah. That's years. how you got your. That's how you get your citizenship. Though you I go just in like, and it's like, so, hey, sir. So uh, you got to the end of that video game, yeah? How'd you do it? Beat it. You're inside. Take a card. Go through the door and take your gun. Um. So yeah, you love it. I feel like everyone should complete it. Okay. Play it and complete it. Play it. Is the ending worth it? Is there a good ending? Um, it's the ending as emotionally yeah, no, impactful as the beginning. I, I feel, I, I think so. I think so. It's not, well, it doesn't hurt as much as the first minute. It, honestly, that's a oh, devastating It's a, it's a beginning. opening. Yeah. Um, this was made by a bit of a dream team, wasn't it? It was a bunch of, it, it was a collaborative. Eight, it was eight, no, I think it was like eight people. Yeah, but I something. thought it was a bunch of people who worked on some other really cool stuff. Oh, maybe. I need to look some. I think they did it, most of it, um, the team was scattered. And so a lot of it was done through emails and voice chats and like they weren't all working in the same place really yeah that's interesting um yes it, <sighs> do you have a companion in it no or are you, on your uh, you have like a little sparky thing like a little firefly oh. that shoots for you interesting yeah. um yeah because that was that was one of my not my problems with the game because one of those video games where i love the beginning i love the design of that sort of thing um it's not the kind of game i really play right um i used to but it's the kind of thing where it's just not why. Like when I was growing up playing video games, they were kind of similar, more similar in terms of mechanics like Ori. I loved them, but I was always waiting. I was always just, I'm playing video games kind of waiting for the point where I get my Far Cry 4s and right. things like that. You know, that's why I wanted to play video games. I was waiting. So once I got them, it takes so much for me to go back to essentially a platformer mm-hmm. game. So, so, so much. Um, and a game like Ori, I was playing it and I played it, I played a bunch of hours, not tons, but maybe four hours of it. And I, um, I, Every time I played it, I was like, yeah, I could completely just get lost in this. You know, I could completely just spend, right. I would get OCD and want to do everything, go back and find all those secrets. And I could completely do that. It's just not compelling enough to me okay. to do it. It's just not what I'm wanting from a video game, that experience. And it'd be very easy for me to do it, but I'd be kind of, I would personally feel brain dead while doing it because right. I, it, the problem for me was the opening was so good. And then after that, when you, because you kind of die and then you come back to life again as well. Right. And then you're kind of going on. And I didn't really understand why, what I was doing. And I didn't really know what I wanted to happen. That was my problem. Was I, So I kept playing things. You wanted to make like, the forest alive again. I know, but I just didn't really 
cat. He <laughs> so hates you, the forest. You hate the forest. I hated the forest. You're He's into that person. So it's like, just, no, burn all of the rainforest. But I'll just plant it. So just cut them all down. Log the trees down. Head yeah. Over yeah. There. Oh yeah, yeah. I need my paper. Um, Obviously. Yeah. I like physical media. Kill them all. <laughs> um, but no, I just didn't. And it's not. A, it's really not a criticism. It's just a personal thing. Right. But for me, it was just I. I didn't. I wasn't getting enough out of it. I was like, I'm playing it because it's beautiful. Mechanically, it's very good and it's very hard. So you have that completionist thing in your head of like, I want to get through this because maybe some more pretty things will happen. Um, the bits that I played, the environment didn't change enough for me right. uh, with this beauty. I would really have wanted to see some drastically different environments, mm -hmm. but maybe they came later on. Yeah, every um, every section had like its own theme. Its own theme. Yeah. They just felt quite similar to me. It wasn't right. like Rayman, you know, Legends, which is actually one of my favorite. And that's one of the few platformers i played all you know a lot um everything feels vibrantly different in that game. also very comedic and goofy. oh yeah completely it's a completely different mood yeah but i'm just talking functionally speaking you know um i didn't find enough for me to want to keep going with it and i completely understand why people did it just didn't yeah see not every game needs to for me anyways not every game needs to be um as realistic as you know you look outside your window you mm -hmm. know uh sometimes a beautiful little cartoony 2d platformer with very somber music is uh, what I need. Yeah. And no, I agree. This one definitely hit all those. Uh, I agree. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not... The mechanics aren't what I want from a video game. Okay. Anymore. And it's nothing to do with I need everything to be a you know, first-person open-worldy thing. It's just I don't... I don't know. It's just not what I want to get out of a video game. And the color palette wasn't really doing it for me. It was very beautiful, but there were a lot of purples and greens. So you're dead inside. I don't like purples and greens. <laughs> okay. I'm so fed up with purples and greens in video games. There was, there was a time where that was all there was in video games. Um, and it's mostly Halo's fault. But I would say that any girls that have been going through your list of games, like if they're scrolling through his Xbox games, oh yeah, they always go, ooh, what's that game? Yeah. I want to play that. That looks pretty. Actually, there was a rip-off of that game that came out this year. No, but it is. Which is the one that a lot of people oh, stop at because they're next to each other in my game? games list. Ori? Yeah, no, they one stop first. at Ori. No, there's Especially one. Especially because it has a little animal in it. Yeah, but as there's well. one right next to Ori that a lot of people stop at. And the Ori, like Ori, it's a ripoff. It's adorable. Well, not no. That's, Ori's the big hero six guy, right? Oh. Oh yeah. Is he? What's the small little? I don't know. Oh no! It says here players ears, assume right? control yeah. of Ori, a white guardian spirit. Yeah. So Ori's the little dude. Okay. He's so cute. Looks like looks like a little baby fox. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You're dead inside. Come on. He's cute. I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad about it. I'm just saying it's just not what I want from a video game. It's one of those games where I play a bit. I go, so you gorgeous. don't want entertainment from a video game? No, I don't actually. No, I don't. <laughs> That's the thing. I really entertainment don't. or forest. No, but we've had, this, I've had this discussion before, I think, on this podcast. Like, I don't play video games for entertainment. Very rarely. And if I do, it'll be entertainment like how we play Rayman co-op. You know, couch yeah. co-op, fun entertainment, iDub, you know, something like that. That's when I play games for entertainment. I don't for myself play games to be completionist or for entertainment. I can slip into that very right. easily, but that's not what my soul wants from a video. What my soul wants for a video game is escapism. Right. And the escapism in a platformer is very hard for me. Um, and in that world, of, in, you know, since we're talking about this game, wasn't what I wanted to escape into. Okay. You know? And that's it's the right. same with Batman. You know, It's just like, that's not where I want to escape into. Uh, mechanically, it's great. Yeah. I get it. It's just not what I want from a video game personally. Um, that's your second favorite game. You're a quandary, sir. You don't like dark games. Yeah. You don't like bright, pretty games. I don't. I didn't think Ori was that want bright. Entertainment. Was, no, he bright. doesn't want to be entertained. I think Ori is beautiful, anything. but I don't think it's a positive visual game. 
I think it's actually quite dark because you're underground a lot, wow. which depresses the shit out of me in video games. I don't like platformers being underground. I think it seems like you're underground, but you're not. Are you not? I think it just looks like that. Well, it's still the same. Distance. I would suggest okay. you not. You have like a ceiling a lot of the time on things. Cherry you know? is so good. Though. You're all underground though. Uh, I don't like it. I don't down. like it. I don't find no, it. It's cherry. another cherry, reason it's why great. I like the visuality of Rayman is you're outside most of the time in Rayman. You know, you're off on the surface mm, a lot of the time. You have to swim. Good amount. Um, which I really like. It's a lot of swimming. Yeah, no swimming levels. Don't like those. <laughs> um, all right. See, so number five, Fallout. Number four, Batman. Number three, Metal Gear. Number two, Ori. What is your number one video game of this year that you played with your thumbs? Witcher 3. Witcher 3. Witcher 3. The Wild Hunt. The Wild Hunt. As opposed to the Tamed Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've, you've finished this game as well. I have. This is the biggest game on your list, probably. And there are a yeah. lot of big games in your list. This is the. I actually haven't finished the first expansion. Well, that's I may be halfway through. That's the... <laughs> okay, we'll let you off. I don't think anyone. I don't think the developers have finished the game <laughs> and the first expansion. So this game famously can take you over two hundred hours. Yeah. to do this. Game. I'm quite close to that. I think. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, do you see the sunlight a lot? I do. Through your window or? Mostly through my window. It just yeah. doesn't sleep. I do. I do go to work though. I do, I do come home that's from nice. work. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So. For starters, some more context. Have you played Witcher 1 and 2 at I all? Have, yeah. I played uh, Witcher 2 first. Okay. And then Witcher 1 when it was cheap on Steam. Okay. I'm yeah. just like I'm just that kind of a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, was anticipating waiting Witcher 3. I was very so excited this, for it. So out of the games on this list, I'm presuming Ori took you a little bit by surprise. Yeah. How good that was. Mm -hmm. um, the other ones, was the one, you know, which one were you looking forward to the most? N not counting Witcher. Well, so was Witcher the one you were looking forward oh, yeah. to most as well as yeah. it ended up being your favorite? I think once it was announced, I was waiting for it. That was the one. Yeah, yeah that was the one. So what do you love about The Witcher so much? Everything. That's a lot there, isn't, there isn't one thing I can say bad about Witcher. Not that I can remember anyways. Because okay. it's been... It released when? In um, oh, Jesus. February? March? March, I think. I don't remember. I don't Early remember in either. May? Early in the year. <laughs> Any of the months. <laughs> it released in 2015. Awesome. Confirmed. Um, yeah, there isn't much I can say negative about it. Witcher 2 is great. Like, I never played Witcher before that. Um, and and it was a deep, deep RPG. Yes. Um, went back to playing number one. There was less, char less character. So Geralt was more of a um, one-layered person. Mm -hmm. That didn't really have, you know, much layers to him. Kind of boring. And there was the world that was really more interesting. Um, but yeah, with the memory of Witcher 2 being so great and the cliff, like a little bit of a cliffhanger, um, yeah, just everything about this is fantastic. Everything. The characters, the romances, the missions. Uh, I read the novels after I played Witcher 3. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's just for context, Katie, you can be like, ah, I see your face. <laughs> this is, these aren't novels based on the video game, the video game's based on novels, like the books first, The Witcher. So it's kind of like saying, I read The Lord of the Rings after okay. watching the movie, right? Sort of thing. Um, I'm, I'm not really into reading uh, novelizations of video games. Well, this isn't. That's what I'm saying. It's not a right, novelization. Right, yeah. Just a video game is a video game <laughs> of right. the novels. Okay. Um, so what? How did this game? Because okay. So look, Fallout, Metal Gear, Arkham Knight, Witcher Three. All of those are open world games this right. year. How did that fix the problems that you had? So with Fallout, you're saying bit too repetitive, bit too much, bit too much of a chore, just doing the same thing over and over again. Metal Gear, a little bit the same, but also it wasn't giving you the narrative the right. way you wanted it. Arkham Knight, I didn't really get what your problems were with Arkham Knight. If you um, I guess there weren't many problems with it. Just You um, said it was repetitive as well. Yeah, both okay. Fallout 4 and Arkham 
were, I mean, Batman were repetitive. Okay. Um, so I'm presuming from the sounds of it, Witcher 3 was an easy win for you as best game of the year. Oh, yeah. By, how, by leaps and bounds. How did it fix the problems that the other open world games had? Well, there was some repetition. Uh, I'm not saying, like, I guess all open world games have some sort of repetition, or else it really wouldn't be open world. You mm-hmm. know, they, want, they need to perpetuate, you know, some sort of gameplay. Um, but the story was woven into the gameplay so perfectly that uh, you're even though when you're not chasing the main storyline, you have all these zany characters and side missions and um, uh, monster hunts that you have to, you know, you don't, you, they're optional. You don't have to do them, but you can. And every single one of them has a little bit of a, of a story too. So it's not just go to point A and kill said character then leave. Um, when you you take a random um, hunt for a, you know, there's like, there's a, a board at, in, in these villages and each one has a problem with a certain type of creature. And witchers, their job is to take care of creatures. Um, and so each each and every like single one... take care of them or like take care of them? Take care of them, yeah. No, not true. Good to get um, <laughs> Yeah, they're not like taming them and like... <laughs> this is my them all. <laughs> Um No, it's kind of hard to like bring up a ghost as your own, you know. <laughs> this is my pet ghost. There's a history with that ghost. Um, but yeah, every... Um, creature there's you know a, a, a there's a story behind it mm-hmm. so it's not just kill nameless creature it's yep. you know find yep. out what the, you know the, the background of this creature why is this creature hunting or um haunting this this family so there's always and you're you can talk to everybody about it it's so deep um and it's kind of hard to get bored by this game because you can choose to do all of it you can choose to do some of it you can choose to do just the story um and all of it is very very um rewarding we're very rewarding yeah did you play much gwen i played so much gwen <laughs> the gwen is my favorite card game of all time now <laughs> hey, you got the uh, physical version of gwen i have well it came with my collector's edition oh yeah, nice yeah that's nice you so, know gwen that's that card game in which uh that you can play in the pubs and things. Uh-uh. I kind of it's kind of like its own version of Magic. They came up with their own wow. card game to play within. The I game. kind of um, very compare cute. it to Yu-Gi-Oh. I guess it's more okay. Yu-Gi-Oh than it is Magic. Okay. Um, I didn't play any. Yu-Gi-Oh, not, so. I just know it from the TV show. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, you you drop a card. There's a monster and stuff. Um, and it's the combined points of your monsters that yeah. beats the other side. Yeah. It's is pretty this quick. Is a game that only Witchers can play? No. Nope. You walk around, you oh, ask okay. random people if they want to play a game of Gwent, and they say yes, oh, and then you hey, play. That's hey. cool. We'll play some Gwent. Basically, hey, what are you doing? You want to you wanna stop that and play some Gwent? Play some. You go hunt this griffin, or <laughs> I got a new deck. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. This person's sad. His family's missing. He's like, I'll, I'll find your family, but uh, while I'm here, let's uh, play some Gwent. <laughs> oh, look what I found in my pocket. <laughs> um, oh, I had another question for you. Forgotten now. Is it Witcher related? It was easily distracted. No, it was to do with pizza. Oh, um, yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Um, okay. So, companions. This is the only one without companions. Right. Out of all of those, do you? Was or that, he doesn't uh, have a companion. Huh? Or no, but I mean, in terms of the open world. Uh, and technically, you do it, Ori, because you got a little fire. Metal Gear. You have a companion. Uh, huh? You have a companion. Yeah. Sort of. Game? Not in the same way as the other games, but you. Uh, do you have, have a dog companion. who can. Yeah, and you got a horse, and you got well. Your horse doesn't really do oh, much. Yeah. He, he takes you from place to place, but mm-hmm. your your wolf can actually point out enemies around you. That's true. And quiet can do the same and actually kill them. And oh, comes. in metal game, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, in Witcher though, because another horse game. Lots of horses these a lot days of horses. in video games. Beautiful horses. Which one did the best horse? Do you think mechanically? Of uh, of these? 
any any video game. Batman. Oh, Batman. Hey, he has a horse in the Dark Knight Returns in the comics, so they should do that. Oh, that would be great. Um. No, I think, uh, well, the horse in Witcher was kind of spotty. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it, during races. Think... Sometimes they'll just, uh, you're racing on a bridge, they'll just stop. Doesn't want to go on that bridge. I think the Metal Gear horse is a little bit more flexible. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, doesn't mind walking up mountains. That's true. You know, but. That's true. Everyone goes back to the red I think the one, Witcher but... horse is much more beautiful. Hmm. Um, but yeah, spotty when, it, when it's time to like sprint through a forest, it'll stop dead every once in a while. So was that then, yeah, not have, I mean, I know you do have a companion in some bits in Witcher, but not having a permanent companion, did that help? Did that make it more personal to you? Is that something that, you know, is that one um, of the contributing factors to beating out the other? No, I don't think it makes it more personal. Okay. Um, a lot of people complain that Geralt is so plain and boring and dry. Mm-hmm. That is one of the best features about Geralt. Um, he is, this is probably the funniest he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, his sense of humor is so dry. That to anybody else seems like okay, this guy because like um, a lack of personality in the in the story, I guess. Um, witchers, with all the toxins that they take to become a witcher, they lose their emotions. So, very emotionless. Mm-hmm. He doesn't laugh. He doesn't. He does smile and smirk every once in a while, but really just doesn't really feel many emotions. But his comedy is on point, mm-hmm. and it's very very dry, and which I I, I really appreciate. Um, but there's a lot of. Um, one of the biggest things was that everyone was complaining that Geralt was so not interesting. Um, and I, I can see that. Like, if you're not really into the whole, you know, if you're not really close to the story, I can see why they thought that. But, um, you know, that wasn't an issue with me. It was, it was actually very entertaining. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't very, it wasn't, it's not that it wasn't personal, but um, the, just the adventure that you're on with him, um, I guess it's personal to him. So I guess vicariously it is, but it really... But I just mean, is, is there some... I guess in Arkham Knight, you're on your own as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm just wondering, because like we're saying, you know, these open world games... I never felt playing. lonely playing Witcher. Right. You know? Because that's the thing, it's like even Far Cry, you know, you bring companion to more and yeah. more into Far Cry um, as well. You get like girlfriends and you have a sex life in Witcher, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There's quite a lot so, of sex. So, I mean, even if you there's, start to feel there lonely, is, there's there a solution. There was 16 hours, I believe, of mocap I, sex recorded. I have no idea where those hours are. <laughs> I have no idea. That's why really? you're still playing it. You're still <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to find, find those hours. If we keep playing Gwent, she'll have sex. With me later. <laughs> no, like there's only um, so there's brothels, mm. but the, usually there's like maybe two different um, cinematic sex scenes. Really, and then with the your romances, there's two, uh, okay. a third. Have you, what about on the unicorn? That's what's one of them. Okay. Yeah. Does it happen often? No, it happens once. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's a story based that's sex a narrative scene. unicorn yeah. sex yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. Can have things on a unicorn more than once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That unicorn, unicorn exists in one place. Yeah, in one point in your life. Do you think it's um? Because we were talking about, uh, we'll get into this in a second. Some of the criticism people have about mm-hmm. Witcher. Um, do you think it's you know one of the hardest to get into? I mean, do you appreciate that that it's well? Um, when I played Witcher two, I failed the tutorial. Because I was so overwhelmed with what I was supposed to do, and it's such a hard RPG to Failed understand. The tutorial. Yes, uh, this you know they you know, here's some potions, here's some bad guys, go fight them, and then I failed miserably. I just didn't get it. Um, I feel yes. like it was easier now. I don't know why it was easier. Maybe because I played so much in one and two that I was just used to it. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is maybe a little bit hard to get to. Um, you know, you have to craft potions. 
you have you have so you're kind of magical you have these signs that um you know you can shoot fire out of your hands you can uh confuse people you can force push people and then you have the the, the sword attacks mm-hmm. so you have there's so many elements and so many like you have to you have to use every button on your controller is to it, fight is it like fallout can you choose to just go down one path do you have to use the magic you know a lot in the game can you choose um, to, i'm just gonna be a melee yeah fighting. you know you, you can you can just be a sword uh, you can you just, can just be a sword. Just be a sword. You just <laughs> floating an sword. object. Yeah. No, you, you can. You don't have to, but um, it definitely helps. Yeah. Because when you know guys are able to yeah, block like attacks, playing, you want to set them on fire. It's kind of like playing Bioshock without using your left hand. Um, that was one of the. Bioshock's a good game. I like Bioshock. Just announced this week. Bioshock. Bioshock Four, I guess, <laughs> coming. Yeah. Confirmed. Um, I was not a fan of Infinite. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Okay. <laughs> that's a long conversation. Um, what was I going to say? I'm losing Well, everything. the criticisms you wanted to... Yeah, because I was saying you two before, my friend, my good friend, my bassist, Thomas McCann, we mm-hmm. were talking a little bit about this last time. Uh, I was in the UK and I was asking him if he played Witcher yet because he didn't know video games to buy and it hadn't come out at that point. And I was saying there's this one, Witcher, that's the one I'm most excited for at the moment. Um but I warned him and I said, you know, this is, this is a serious video game. Yeah. You know, this isn't like, you know, even the other ones since looked like Batman, anyone can really play Batman. Um, Fallout, again, I feel, yeah, it's everyone deep. There are a lot of rabbit holes, but anyone can play yeah. it and just do what you want to do in it. Metal Gear is a little bit, you know, deeper and a little bit more, gim- not gimmicky as one word, but a little more, more technical. Right. Witcher is like, uh, that's a deep, deep, deep game. Um, and yeah, it's not a world anyone's familiar with, really. Most people, you know, right. don't, haven't played the others. Um, and you're jumping into a lot of lore as well. That's one of the, that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, is the lore. But if yeah. you haven't played the others, I was right. like, it's a daunting game to jump into. And I really did warn him because I know he doesn't really. Yeah, he has accessibility. He likes a game you can just get he into. He wants to jump into it, play it, and then yeah. try it off. And he loves a media game. Don't get me wrong. He loves Skyrim. He loves Fallout and all this thing. But this is a whole different level. I feel like for that sort of thing. Um, and he went and bought it, and we talked about it months later. And he was he was saying, yeah, he just couldn't just couldn't get into it. And he kept trying. He put a bunch of hours into it to try and do it. And he couldn't. Uh, one was yeah it's very tech heavy very you know menu stats mm-hmm. heavy um, and the other problem for him he just said was he likes a game like Skyrim or Fallout because despite they have a story you are that character and he felt like you know I, this is my character right. and I'm in this open world and for him in an open world and something I haven't really thought about entirely before but for him in an open world he wanted to be his own character um, and then carve out his story whereas The Witcher is very much you are Geralt yeah and that's it. And you are walking his story. And if you don't get along with that character, then there's definitely a brick wall there mm-hmm. for you. Um, which is a dangerous thing to do as a developer because these guys, it's Project Red, isn't it? Is that what it's called? Yep. CD Project Red. CD Project. They, um, you know, it's a ton of work. Like so much work and arguably more work in The Witcher than in any of these other games mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Um, but it will have sold less copies than probably any of these other games we're talking about um, other than Ori. Uh, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Really? You think Metal Gear beat Witcher 3? Oh, Maybe, yeah. definitely. Okay. 100%. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, and, yeah, I'm just, it made me, it, he got me thinking about it. I was just like, I wonder if that is, you know, a barrier for some people. Of just, you know, they see Geralt, they see a 3. Right. It's like, it's this character story. I don't know what happened before. It's obviously, like, it did much better this one than the others, purely yeah. because they really backed it on. Let's sell it to the Game of Thrones audience. Mm-hmm. And that's really what they did. They started the adverts coming out over here anyway after Games of Thrones last season finished and they were really like, well, pushing right. it as that kind of thing. Um, 
And it's certainly, I think, you know, I, I think a lot of people buy in and then they might get scared and some people might buy in and then they find something beautiful that they didn't know existed. Um, I need to put a shit ton of time into Witcher because more than the other games, I think all of these games on your list, other than Ori, you need to put a bunch of hours in yeah. on your first playthrough. You've got to sit down, have a clean evening. It's not something you just throw an hour into. You've got to have a whole evening for your first sit down. Witcher 3... You need a bunch right. of, yeah. you got four hours at least, you know, to sit down, really chew it, understand what's going on, figure out how you're going to play it and what, you know, the context is. Um, it's currently the game that I want to be my game of the year, but it's the one that I find hardest to go back to every time, right. just because I never got to that point where I felt comfortable with any of the mechanics. It always was, the story was, I, yeah, I would personally, like, I understand people not enjoying Geralt and... I find him a little bit difficult, you know, to get into mm -hmm. as a character. Um, but the stories around him, yeah, the side stories are right. so rich and so empathetic and so interesting and so much more sensitivity and, you know, there's just so much more texture to them than any of the other open world games. Um, that I, I, it keeps me going back for that and the world's so beautiful. Um, and I'm not really, you know, leaning one way or another with fantasy or science fiction or right. anything. So I'm not, you know, I appreciate some people just don't want dragons and griffins and stuff. And some people do. Uh, I don't mind with any of that stuff either way. Um, but just just coming back to it, there was so much micromanagement, you know, mm -hmm. so much stuff to think about. And the potions, like, I don't want to think about potions. I don't you want can, to think about mixing. You can go through the whole game and not have to deal with oils and potions. It does, certainly does help. Yeah. But you don't really have to, you know, jump through that, jump into that rabbit hole. Um, like I said, it'll definitely help you, especially when you, uh, if, you're, if you're not playing on the easiest levels, you don't um, heal over time. Mm. And if you nap or you meditate, you don't heal up either. You have to brew that potion. And Jeez. but then, what, what See, they, how they changed it in this one is that once you brewed it once, then you meditate. Your potions will all automatically recharge. Okay. So you don't actually have to keep crafting the same potions over and over and over so well, once, once they're done and they're used you meditate and they all just get refilled and then you drink them and they drink them but why not just let them why not just meditate and let it affect you you can I, I play it on a harder level so I meditate and I don't get any health benefits okay but I chose to play it that way oh, okay yeah. okay okay it's hardcore yeah that's yeah. daunting to me it's, it's just because Fallout, I have a lot of problem with Fallout's menu structure. Like, I hate that you go into one level and it's like, oh, all these buttons mean this. And then you go into another page and now all these buttons mean this. I'm like, fuck you. You have, you have, <laughs> a, you have a menu with a, with a sub-menu, which also has sub-menus. Sub yeah. And each <laughs> one, it B doesn't always mean back. And, you know, it's just right. make up your mind. Um, and with Witcher, yeah, it's just not... I actually think it's in some ways better designed than Fallout with that stuff. But... It's not as simple to digest. Menus are complicated. Yeah. Like the and I perk think they're system, getting more complicated. Yeah. But the perk system in Fallout was a way of them simplifying right. you know, their perk system. And I thought that was great. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I understand some people might want the Witcher to keep its complications. But I, I would love the Witcher 4 to be simpler. Well, it's, it's the same thing with um, Dragon Age last year. You know, all the PC players were like, please, let's, get, let's jump away from Dragon Age 2. I want Dragon Age 3 to be the same as Dragon Age 1 very complicated rpg mm -hmm. heavy i want all the stats and i want to you know pick and choose all the looting and you know stats were, was a big thing they did that it was it was a good game it, quite different from dragon age 2 mm -hmm. much more complicated and uh i still think witcher 3 did did better in the management system oh yeah yeah 
Well, I, yeah, I really didn't like Inquisition at all. Um, so I'm definitely in, right. in favor of Witcher over Inquisition. And you mentioned the uh, a lot of these open world games that the you want to embody a character that that a character that's nameless, like a nameless character that you embody. Yeah, mm-hmm. having Witcher like have a a character that is already established and it's not the character you want; it's the character that already exists. Actually, um, is more endearing for Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so yes, you know you. And the winters have certain rules, I guess, but they don't stuff it down your throat in the game. You can still play the game whichever way you want, make decisions that Geralt wouldn't make. Yeah, you know. But um, I do. I mean, it is because winters are supposed to be non-political, so they they'll they'll fight for any king, uh, regardless of their stance, as yeah, long as yeah. they're paying him. But here you have the option to you know side with certain factions or do certain things. Yeah, I do think though. It, I think it's a very tough barrier for people. Like no, I, I'm aware really is, of The yeah. Witcher a lot. I played The Witcher too, but not all of it. Um, I have not read any of the books. I haven't watched the weird movie that came out in headlines or wherever it came. Out. Um, but it does. It is like it's like jumping into a series of Game of Thrones and just like, hey, catch up. Mm-hmm. It's like who the fuck is everybody? <laughs> and when you're meant to be one of those people, and you know, even yeah, knowing what I know about Witcher, I was still. Who do, who the fuck was Jennifer again? Like it's you've right. been years, and I'm not. I didn't get all the way through it, and at why these things seem so important isn't necessarily translated very well to any newcomers. It's very right, much no, it's, does right. feel like you need no, to agree. go if you. I mean, you don't have to play them, but you at least need to go online, watch the things that will catch you up properly. You know, understand what's going mm-hmm. on. You know, there, there are books just on the lore and the creatures in the world of this right. and they would genuinely be useful but they're, they're mostly the they're mostly based on like the brothers Grimm stuff mm. like all the stories that like there's the hansel and gretel story and they're not called hansel and gretel they're called something else but all this lore that's from you know eastern europe and all that like they're taken from those very old lore books and put into the game which yep. i really appreciate it's such a full world um so it's like you you do recognize some of the stories even though they're they, by title they're not recognizable you do see like, oh, I know this story from somewhere, from in, childhood. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. an alternate right. kind of yeah. perspective. Interesting. All right. So that's your first hand. What do you got over the top? Hearts of Stone. That's the expansion. I just, oh, could, I just couldn't go. remember what it was called. There you go. Um, all right. Thank you. No problem. For sharing your favorite five video games. Do you think anything else? Because what have we got left? We just got Just Cause 3 and Rainbow Six Siege. And uh, I'm interested in playing Siege. I'm just not a big fan that it's online only. Yeah. So like, the beta the beta is out now, and I'm really interested in playing the terrorist hunt, which is uh, a co-op thing. I'm interested in playing that. I'm just having it online only, uh, with one team versus another team. Yeah, it's not Rainbow Six to me. I'm gonna break this list. You gonna break this list? It's not gonna break this. Oh, list it's not gonna break. Anyway. It. No, no, absolutely no, no, no. no, no. Um, you had an online game that you did really like this year. No, no, no I, Battlefront, I, no Halo. Um, Halo didn't really enjoy it. I, the, no, the multiplayer I put in a few hours on there. I think I reached level fifteen, okay. maybe. Uh, that's the story. Did not like whatsoever. Yeah. Multiplayer I did like. I played Evolve this year. That was a huge disappointment. I was oh, yeah. looking looking forward to it. Um, played it, and yeah, that was oh, very Evolve disappointing. Was a disappointment. I, I I'm actually still pissed off with them. Just I haven't the, played just Battlefront though. You haven't played Battlefront? No, I haven't played it. Let's go play some Battlefront. Katie, 
Hello. Hey, she's still here? Just going to acknowledge just you for that a second. <laughs> we keep inviting uh, people on who, unfortunately, it's a bad podcast. Well, I even involved. asked a couple of times, are you sure you want me to come in on this? I don't hey, really have a lot to say. You offered. And I was like, yeah, if you want to come, then come. And you let me like I say all my you. stuff at the beginning, and then I don't have anything to contribute. I could have oh, just like melted off the I don't know what's going to be this list. This no list could have just been noted. Adventure Time and iDub. Well, and... I forgot everything said about Tomb Raider, so go again, please. No. <laughs> there, was, there was one video game, of course, you were missing on your top five games of the year. And it was Trivial Pursuit Live. Oh, that okay. came out this year? I think it, no, either very early this year or very late last year. Damn. Um, I'm sure there have been other iterations, but the Xbox One. If your name is Dr. Goose yeah. on Trivial Pursuit. Uh, so, so we, we played this match last week when we were mammoth coming after you uh me katie and <laughs> shannon there's some bad blood there or uh yeah we were playing we were playing and it was us versus a couple well, two i think three other people three but yeah. the only one we was really neck and neck with was dr goose because we we're doing pretty well pretty pleased he was with like ourselves. dr goose nine and we were like beating him and he was beating us and went back and forth yeah, he'd win then we'd win we'd get a cheese he'd get well, and then we got wedge. to the end and it was very very tense <laughs> i'll call them cheeses call them and cheeses. it's called very wedges. infectious called wedges in the uk we call them cheeses we call them cheese we associate um, with everything with food and it was very neck and neck and neck and then we get to the end and he just beats us just beats us out in the final round it was, it was very close very frustrating he then he sends right us sends us an email an email? Well, yeah, no, okay, message. I was he like, an Xbox email. Wow. Like, an X-mail. Okay. An X-mail. Um, dirty. Which I accessed with our new uh, OS system. Okay. Uh, with Grady's, which literally just said, because we thought, oh, this must be, because it's called Doctor something. So we thought, oh, he's going to be a, a smart gentleman. Yeah, that's mm. why we assumed, you know, His he's X-mail really smart. just said, 1v1 me, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Nothing else. Well, uh, Shannon and I's tempers immediately flared and Al said, keep it PG. Yeah, I was like, please. It was just I like being in the room with dad. About people could just like vote me down. Ridiculous. Um, but doesn't it make So the response feel better? that was given to you was not what was no, needed. it didn't. It made me feel worse because I thought he's, he's obviously some a-hole. No, no. I'm not talking about the email or the message or oh. the X message saying that you were tough enough to piss him off where he had to message you. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like that's you, you know, it did make me feel a little bit you like, You got oh. under his skin. He sees us. But that's the thing. At first, oh, this is nice. Because like you he... could tell he probably goes in there and he cleans up. Right. He just mm. goes in there and he's like, boom, boom, whatever. You but know. in my head. And, and not to get a challenge. Not to get classes with how people send emails. Okay. But in my head, the way it was like written out and even spelled B-I-O-T-C-H. No, it's B-I-O-T-C-H. B-I-O-T, yeah, C-H. Um, it's ingrained in my brain. I was just, you Coming don't write it you. like that unless you're an idiot. Right. So part of me was just, this is really depressing. No one, you don't say biatch unless you're an idiot. Right. Yeah, that's what I just said. Just um, ridiculous. But, so in my head, I like to imagine it was some middle-aged actual doctor and his wife and children are asleep. And he's sitting down and he's like, this is where I get to be mean to people. <laughs> just <laughs> trolling. Is my true... Uh, like, I have to doctor it up all day. Yeah. At night, I'm the an asshole. Going through a yeah. pursuit, call people biatch. But he was, he was Dr. Goose, but he was just the, he was the chef. Yeah. On there. Well, there's no doctor suit on the true. I understand, but you, you if you're not playing true pursuit live, play Why that. Not? It's fantastic. You should, so that we have other people to play against. Yeah, there's not many people on there. Please, <laughs> really? <laughs> we always have to play on there, and yep. there's nobody. It's like the it's old days fun. when I play virtual tennis online. <laughs> yeah. No one's there. Wow. No one's there. It's the only online games I really enjoy. The other ones are kind of my pointless. Virtual tennis? No. Trivial pursuit. Trivial pursuit. Yeah, thank you, Nooch, for no coming problem. online, giving us some of your opinions. We're gonna, I'm gonna just throw this at the guys next week, then. 
Uh, so if you can leave the list here on the mm-hmm. table, that'd be great because I probably won't clean up. These pies will just be slightly more, <laughs> I know. slightly smaller um, <laughs> when we record. Um, or they could be exactly the same. Same size. So yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into a whole bunch of video games and I guess hopefully, oh, we might do movies first. We'll see. Um, yeah. So we'll be back on Tuesday with a regular podcast. If you want to get in contact with us, just email. We are test late. Two S's, two L's outlook.com don't write don't write email, two s's two we'll l's we'll send you a piece of al's upside down pineapple upside down cake that is a lie we will not do that but only if you I'll write one v one be yeah one v one me please email us at we are tesla outlook.com with one v one me biatch um and we will happily one v one you yeah fucker one v one me dr goose you'll get the real response yeah if dr goose does email then we will definitely send what if dr goose is me the whole time Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I have my own separate account. Tables turned. Tables turned. I think you have a couple um, more IQ points. If you want to talk to us uh, on the social <laughs> media, keep, keep up to date. Keep up to date with what we're doing. We are we are Tessellate on everything, pretty much on the Twitters, on the Instagrams. Uh, you can go on YouTube, watch this video. If you're not watching the video version, you're watching the video version because there's cakes out in front of us. Why oh my gosh! You? Yeah, some dry dead leaves. Um, hey, they're decoration. We don't have a subscription Martha base yet because you have to have over 500 subs- uh, subscribers before you can name your channel. So just go on YouTube, type in Tessellate and Geeks will pop up. Um, and yeah, please go and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a rating, give us a review. Type in Tessellate, you'll find us straight at the top. Type in Geeks, you have to scroll down to save your fingers some time. Type in Tessellate. Uh, quick, you subscribe, the, the easier your fingers are going to have the time. Uh, if you want to contact me, Mr. Al White, on everything. Nooch. How can people throw abuse at you or sexual innuendo? Mikey Nooch on Xbox, Twitter, Instagram, see, everything. See, you complain people call you Mikey and they call <laughs> well, you Well, introduce me to new people as Mikey. Well, you called... Yeah, but it's your I, name. On you your... call yourself Mikey Nooch on So things. my Xbox name that transcends is now your, that real is life? your legal name. Oh, okay. You your chose it. Your legal name is oh, your Xbox I guess I'll name. To, I guess I'll have to change my license. So Dr. And... Goose's legal name <laughs> <laughs> is Dr. Goose. So yeah, Mikey Nooch on everything. Mikey, Mikey Nooch. Mikey Nooch. Mikey Nooch on everything. Yeah. Katie, if people want to bother you about the Rise of the Tomb Raider tips. Yeah, and get at me. Trivial Pursuit. And uh, yeah, Trivial Pursuit tips. Pursue those trivialities. And why are these eagles carrying away my people in Far Cry? How do they talk to you? What? The eagles, they sweep down and they carry away your people. They don't carry, no, they carry away a sheep they once. Carry, oh, yeah, I've seen and then it I shot away the sheep before. out of its claws. I've seen it, ca- yeah, you did. I saw that. that was it was great. amazing. It was like way it's one of the best gaming moments no, it was ever. Slow, it was, everything went quiet. She just lined up the shot. And then he just took you a second. Saw, it was like, sort of, <laughs> I've never seen him actually take a person away, though. Only seen no. I've seen him take a person. Well, I didn't take them all the way. It wasn't like um, Army of Darkness. But okay. it came down and picked <laughs> them up. Cool. And they were right. they elevated. And then they were like fighting and thrashing around. And they dropped them. As in. you should if an eagle picks you up right. off the ground. Well, You should fight back. I'd be interested. Don't be that person. Who yeah. just, I'd say, take Ugh. me, be my wings. You can't go limp. That's not like a bear. <laughs> I'll think of it as an extension of myself. <laughs> uh, how can people contact you? <laughs> uh, all this you bullshit? can find me at Watson Dearest on the Twitters. That's it. There you That's go. That's it. What about if I want to play you on video games? Uh, I'm my dear Watson 86 Mix it up. Be my friend. I don't have any other friends. That's true. And if you have a Mario Maker level that you've done, send us the ID. Um, because I want to try some. I don't want to make. We want to laugh at it. I just want to <laughs> play some. Um, every now and then, dip him. Yeah, like, like, give it a bad level. rating. Cause it's stupid. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to our podcast. This is. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with our regular show.
Uh, and we are out. Geeks! Geeks! Geeks.